0: teaching hello i don't think I'm don't have a i I i don't I'm sorry. Uh, so last yeah. year I said, just yeah. The well, um, it was promise weekend, you know? Oh. Yes. And so to then, my yep. today, like, Sophie and Liv forgot their dresses in my house. Because mm-hmm. they were, like, sleeping over, or whatever. Or whatever. And so then, after school, we, like, came to my house to get them. And then, like, our guy friends came, too. Mm-hmm. And we yep. made them try on our dresses. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I and mean, we went outside and like gave him like it, a little prom post picture thingy. They didn't tear tear them or no. I mean like we didn't did zip them up uh, because they couldn't fit in them. Yeah, yeah. But like okay. it was just pretty funny because like It was I don't know, it was just funny. Yeah. They on our phone like, uh, <laughs> Nice. Anyone else have a funny story yeah. before I get started? I heard someone over here say, <coughs> <coughs> Hello? No? <coughs> Isn't it funny? Oh, funny? Well, yeah. uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty oh, wait, on the announcements, did it not go to that? No. no. Oh, hold on, it's there. It's after the that's all for now. Okay, we're also going to... We'll put it up later. So, guys, I'm just going to warn you now. So this teaching is going to be really nice and short, okay? This is just a little... Just so that we keep... Uh, kind of keep moving forward with our spiritual gifts um, theme, our series, so that uh, we don't forget what, we, what we've already learned. But like Emily was saying, we have a lot of birthdays to celebrate tonight. And so I'm, I don't want to go too long with my message. And I want to make sure you guys have time to enjoy each other, hang out, enjoy the, the weather and whatever. So um, uh, this is uh, volume three. This is a third lesson. Uh, for our spiritual gifts teaching. <laughs> if you guys remember I started with the first one, Emily did the second one, and then this is the third, okay? Mm-hmm. Woo. Thank oh, you, thank oh, you, thank wow. you. Like is uh who's taking notes out there? Is anyone trying to win Jeopardy? Oh with that I In Jeopardy? Oh, <laughs> at the end. <laughs> OK, so for those of you guys taking notes, this will be a simple, simple night. Um, but I want to make sure we're all listening. Literally, guys, if you give me 10 minutes of your focus, you're going to be smarter, you're going to be blessed, and then you're going to be eating pizza. I'm OK? I'm counting. I'm just All right, guys, listen up. So if you remember this picture of this kind of creepy guy here, this is uh, an image, this is a metaphor of how the Bible uh, explains or shares uh, how the, the spiritual gifts operate. Okay? So the Bible says that all of the gifts, so we're, we're going to do a recap here, these three points. These are just a recap. So the Bible says all of the gifts come from the same Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. So there's many different gifts, but they all come from one place. Okay? That's important. Number two. The gifts are distributed throughout the body by God. And the purpose is to build up the church, to build up the body of Christ. Okay? So the gifts are distributed um, by God for the purpose of building up the church. And this is recap, so you guys should already have these notes. Um, you, can, you can scribble them down if you if you have time. At the bottom, yeah. This is 1 Corinthians 12. That all of these points came from this chapter, 1 Corinthians 12. It's a good one to read. Are you there? Okay. <laughs> then you already know. Okay, number three, guys. Number three. This one's important. This is um, this is in regards to how we are to operate as a body with these gifts. The Bible says all gifts should be honored. There should be no jealousy. No comparison and no competition between the gifts. You remember going over that piece? Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> the Bible, uh, furthermore, says that even the the less uh, kind of the less desirable gifts, like the the gifts of service, uh, the ones that are not in the spotlight, they should be honored more because they're just as necessary as a teacher, as a worship leader. As a pastor, as a prophet, um, you know the casita does not function if the floors are not clean, if the toilet, or if the toilet isn't clean, if the trash isn't empty. These are things um, as a body that we have to. We, we respect everyone for whatever role that they play. Does that make sense? Yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. Okay. Good. Okay. So tonight we're gonna just touch on a, a, a fun little topic. Um, And the picture doesn't stretch all the way. But the title for tonight is Spiritual Gifts Versus Talents. Spiritual Gifts Versus Talents. It's a fun little topic, kind of an easy topic to to, um, cover. But nonetheless, interesting. So, what I really wanted to learn and uh, share with you guys tonight is what what's the difference between spiritual gifts and talents? Because it's kind of a confusing, um, it, kind of a confusing line, right? There's different categories there. Um, in this picture, you can see I drew a few different things. Some things that we might recognize as um, something that relates to a spiritual gift and something that would be maybe more secular, which would be something that is not, uh, a spiritual spiritual thing so i drew a, a drum i drew a, a vase uh, like a, uh, to represent pottery a wrench to represent like a mechanic someone who has a gift of fixing things um, some paints for for an artist a little makeup brush and a camera and a pie okay so these represent just a few of the gifts that i know that we have even just in this room and also, some of the talents as well. The gift of eating. The gift of eating. Is that your gift? Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I have that one, too. Okay. So, let's take another look at spiritual gifts as it compares to a talent. Okay, so I want you guys to take notes on this if you're writing things down. <coughs> Number one, as we already covered, spiritual gifts uh, are given by the Holy Spirit for believers. So what that means is um, for non-believers, they do not have spirit, these spiritual gifts. Okay, If the, the gifts are given by the Holy Spirit, then you have to have the Holy Spirit in you in order to have these gifts, correct? <laughs> Number two these gifts are for the purpose of building up the church okay so that will also help us to determine the difference between a talent and a gift is is it used for building up the church okay and number 3 spiritual gifts can be matured and activated okay so you can receive a spiritual gift um when you are baptized, when you when you receive Jesus in your heart, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you can receive you do receive these gifts, okay? By the Spirit. But that doesn't mean they're automatically uh, at their full potential. You guys are right? <laughs> doesn't mean that you're at your full potential. These gifts that you receive can be matured. You can grow in them. You should grow in them. You should <laughs> You should um, uh, steward your gifts, right, so that so that you do grow. And then there's also um, something that we're not going to go into tonight, which is called activation of of spiritual gifts. Okay, everyone have those? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So now let's look at natural talents. Natural talents. These are different. So talents are something that uh, you can also develop, but you can also be passed down. Um, For example, if you have um, a grandfather who knows how to fix cars, and you have a dad who knows how to fix cars, and you grew up um, in a house where you always learned how to fix cars, (coughs) it's really likely that you'll have a talent for fixing cars, right? Something that you can learn. Something that uh, someone can teach you, and and so that's number one. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> number two, talents are possessed by non-believers and by believers. So that means that God gives talents to all all of His creation. All human all humans are talented in some way. They have uh, gifts that that are used. Uh, this ties to number three. Can be used to serve God, or also to just serve yourself. So if you think of a mechanic, he may not be building the church with his gift of fixing cards, but he may be earning a living for his family, right? So he's using that talent for himself. Do you have a question? No, it is. They go through these for say that again. They also be used for others. Yes, also. others. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is that making sense so far? Talents, gifts, a little bit of a difference. Okay. So the cool thing is the thing that really, it doesn't matter to me, it really doesn't matter whether you uh, are looking at your your talents or your spiritual gifts. The cool thing is, <coughs> is that both Talents and spiritual gifts come and can be used uh, for spiritual power. Okay. You can use your gifts to affect things in a spiritual way. So, um, let's look at a couple examples of that. So if you have the gift that my wife has of, uh, baking, if you're a really good baker, um, that is a talent that she learned from her grandma (laughs) and, um, it's not necessarily a spiritual gift. I wouldn't say that it's a spiritual gift. It's not necessarily used for building the church. It's not something that she received by um, accepting Jesus in her heart. But it can definitely be used uh, for spiritual things. So uh, for example, with, with baking or with you know a gift like that, is you can use your gift with strategy from the Lord, strategy from the Holy Spirit, in order to do something to help someone else, right? So if you know that someone's having a hard time, and you you create this thing, could be a pie, could be a, a pottery, whatever, and you you bless someone in that way, there's actually a spirit spiritual things that are happening when you give someone comfort, right? When you give someone encouragement, when you give someone just a word, maybe you're really good at writing and you know how to write someone an encouraging letter or an encouraging note. Um, That's a spiritual thing, right? We know that there's things happening in our our mind, our our hearts, in our emotions that are all connected to what's happening in the spiritual realm, right? You guys with me? Mm -hmm. (coughs) So you can use a, a simple talent even to bring spiritual change for people, Okay. It doesn't mean that you have to prophesy. It doesn't mean that you have to preach a sermon or or uh, sing someone a song, um, you know, lead worship or something like that. These all of these gifts have spiritual power. And another cool thing uh, that I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about um, gifts and talents is that even uh, when you receive the Holy Spirit in your life, your talents and your gifts become more powerful they, come, they become strengthened. how does that happen? <coughs> well uh, just like I was saying with the pie right so if you if you have a talent and a gift and you use it in connection or in uh, collaboration let's say <coughs> excuse me in collaboration with the Holy Spirit, then you know that you're doing something at the right time, at the right place, and in the right way. And it may be just the thing that somebody needs in order to bring something for them, healing, encouragement, comfort, freedom, whatever it is, wisdom. Um, These gifts that you have can be used strategically. Okay, you guys get that? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know how to cook up a good teacher. Thank you, brother. Thank you. OK, so I want to just tell you guys a, um, a story you may already know, uh, just to illustrate this point. <clears throat> and this is not a perfect metaphor um, for what I'm trying to explain to you guys, but it does illustrate the point that I'm trying to share. So this is Joshua 6, uh, if you guys want to write that down. I'm not going to read it. And we're not going to go into a lot of detail. But this is an example of how when we partner with God for his strategy, we can use simple things, uh, simple gifts, simple uh, you know, things in this natural realm, in this world, to, to create huge impact in, in the spiritual world and in our natural world. Okay. So in this story, um, Joshua was, um, you guys listening? We're almost there, I promise. In this story, Joshua was uh, needing to attack a city called Jericho. Who's heard this story before? City of Jericho. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the city of Jericho was a strong city. It was fortified with a wall all the way around the city. Okay? And... But God said, you you need to go into this land, you need to uh, destroy the city, and I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. Okay? So God gave the strategy. He said, I want you to walk around the city seven days, and I want you guys to be quiet. I want you to be silent. And just walk around, and you're going to take your trumpets, and you're going to take the Ark of the Covenant, which represented uh, the Spirit of God, right? The Holy Spirit. So... Uh, they did that. They did that just by faith. They just walked circles around the city for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord said, "I want you to blow your trumpets, okay, and uh, and and I want you to let out like a, a shout, okay. And when you do this, the walls of the city are going to come down, and you're going to have victory over the city, right? So, so sure enough, that's what they did. Joshua took the Israelites, he took them out. They completed the strategy that God gave them. And with something as simple as a trumpet, it may have even been more like a shofar, but with something as simple as an instrument, it could be anything else, right? It doesn't have to be an instrument. But for this story, they just obeyed what God told them to do. They used the gift and the tool that God had put in their hands. And it created huge impact in, in their real world. Okay. So that's the, the simple message that I want you guys to leave with here tonight is that you may have a variety of gifts. You may have the gift, the talent of, uh, doing makeup like Josie or hair. You may have a gift of pottery like Josue, um, of cooking like Emily, of, of giving good hugs like Susu. You may have, uh, you know, in our own minds, I think that we limit ourselves and we don't think enough. We don't, we don't value enough the things that God has given us because we don't think they're that special or that important, right? But what I want you guys to realize and know and to start thinking about is what has God given me that I can use to help others, and what I can use to help build the body of Christ, right? Um, after just kind of looking at at, uh, at this in a different way, looking maybe at this picture, do you guys feel like you have some talents, some gifts uh, that you could use for the body of Christ? Anyone willing to share? So when when we were at camp, and uh, I was praying for a lot of you guys. Um, I was surprised to hear some of the things that the Lord uh, was saying about you. Right? So Lala, you got a word that was about your ability to bring people together, right? to unite people, to make people feel comfortable, um, to make people feel welcome. That's a spiritual gift. And you may not see it on a list in the Bible next to prophet or teacher or evangelist, but being someone who brings people together is one of the most powerful things that you can do on earth, is to bring people together. We've, we see the, the power of that in the Bible. When people come together, the things that they can accomplish, right? So don't think, don't think little or don't undervalue the things that God has given you. Some of you guys had words about um, being a friend, being a good friend. Uh, being, being a place that God can tell his secrets, remember that, um, uh, being a healer, being people that, um, uh, there's, a, there's a lot that I'm trying to remember now, but, um, yeah, I just want you guys to, to be aware of that, because that's what this teaching, is, that's what this series is about, is that it's about unlocking the things that God has put inside of you, Right? and starting, starting to recognize who God created you to be. Each of us unique, each of us different, but all of us powerful, all of us important, and all of us valuable um, in our families, in our, in our community, and in the church. Okay? Amen? Amen? Amen. Okay, that's all I have for you guys. It's a short and sweet message. We are going to do a couple